TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Suzuki swings and misses and the ball game is over. Well, the Cardinals battle back. After the Cubs won yesterday, the Cardinals come from behind today and beat the Cubs by a score of 7-4. Make it 7-5 with that Final run scoring just before the final out. So St. Louis wins at seven to five. Pat with the call right there here on 670. The score. Cubs fall to the St. Louis Cardinals in London, seven to five, as he mentioned. And I was surprised. I said before the weekend, Alyssa, mm-hmm. that Cubs fans would be bent out of shape if they split with the Cardinals. And people looked at me like I was crazy. The text messages came in. No, we want to split. <laughs> they came for you. Yeah, they did. They're like, oh, it doesn't matter that they're at the bottom of the division. This is a this is a rivalry game. I'd be okay if I split. And here we are on Monday. Let me watch this. Watch this, Alyssa. Yeah. Cesar Perez, our yeah. in in <laughs> in house Cubs fan. You you feel okay with a split of the Cardinals? Only because of the way they lost that second game. That's, that makes it worse. Yeah, because it was right there for them to sweep. That's why it feels so different as opposed to if they would have never been in that second game, then you got a little happier because you're like, okay, we split. What are you going to do? But the fact that it was right there in front of them and they didn't do it, that's what makes it so bad. Hey. If Marcus Drummond didn't leave with that blister, do you think it would have been a different outcome? I mean, tough to say, right? Yeah. yeah. Hypothetical. So, either, way, either way, the sweep is what should have happened. Uh, we get to ask... Uh, the expert, what what she thinks uh, should have happened in that weekend series in London. Joining us right now on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. She covers the Cubs for the Marquee Network and ESPN, and she's hanging out with us right now on 670 to score. None other than a Taylor McGregor. Taylor, good evening. Welcome to the show. Guys, hi. Happy to be on. It was fun to listen to the little recap of London there. Yeah, yeah. I know. Did you get to go to London, do I ask? I, I was not in London, unfortunately. I was back in Chicago, um, still at Wrigley Field. I went to the Morgan Wallen concert over the weekend. Nice. Very nice. And I was glued to the couch on Saturday and Sunday to watch the game. So I was bummed, but it ended up being all good. I had a lot of fun here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chicago, summertime shy, London. It's kind of like the same thing. You know, we can, we can, uh, you know. <laughs> You're still more, at Wrigley. But Wrigley concerts, I mean, that's pretty badass. Uh, Taylor. You know? What did you think of the, I mean, obviously I posed the question to our producer, Cesar Perez here, um, but Cub faithful, do you think, you know, after a weekend like this against the Cardinals that, that they are okay with a split versus a, a, a team that they have their rivalry with? Well, I don't think 
any fan base is ever okay with the split against the Cardinals. Um, well, I should say, I don't think the Cubs fan base is ever okay with the split against the Cardinals because you want to beat the Cardinals 100% of the time. I think if you looked at big picture, you had Justin Steele, Marcus Stroman, top two guys of the rotation going that weekend. Obviously, the Cardinals haven't been good defensively this year. They've struggled offensively. And I think you looked at that series and you said there's a really good chance they could take both games. First game came out and uh, looks to be one side was, was way better than the others. And, and the Cubs came out on top. And then I thought the way that the game started with Stroman on the mound, it was going to be kind of a similar story. And then the, the flip, the script flipped there. Um, I don't think Stroman looked quite as sharp as he has at other points in the season. And of course, Trey Mancini made some defensive mistakes and took full responsibility for those at the end of the game. Um, so, yeah, it was a, a bummer, I think. it is, And I think, too, to take into consideration how close the division race is. Um, you know, the, I think with the win on Sunday, the Cubs had the chance to go back to 500. They had a chance to move up in the divisional race. So I think it was a, a culmination of things that made fans probably feel like, dang, you wanted to win both of those. But uh, the good news is still a lot, of, a lot of games left in this season. So they have a chance to make up for it in, in coming series. So let's talk about the win on Saturday. So Ian Happ, he hits two home runs early on, and then the Cubs go on to win 9-1. So you're close to this team. What are you liking from the growth of Ian Happ over the course of the season and even from last season? Yeah, so I think with Ian Happ, a guy who is a switch hitter and started the year really from the right side struggling, as of late, you've, you've seen his right-handed swing be more consistent. This is a guy who's gotten on base all season long, and and uh, this is a guy who's very aware of how important on-base percentage is in the, in the grand scope of things. And so I think he's been intentional at times about doing that. But I think sometimes it, it comes with a lack of power and, and not taking those chances. So for me, it was really good to see that power show up big time in London. And, you know, also this is a team that nobody expected to hit a lot of home runs coming mm-hmm. into this season. And then April happened and, they were hitting home runs up there with the top third of the teams in the National League. And you thought, oh, maybe this is, you know, going to be a little bit of a surprise. That's cooled off a little bit. And the offense overall has struggled. So I think power and just having the offense show up more in the last couple of weeks has been a really, really encouraging sign. We're talking to Taylor McGregor here on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez, Alyssa Bergamini. You know, you mentioned the power. Cubs 18th in the league in home runs. They did have that spurt in the beginning of April that – Seems odd in the moment because that wasn't what their team was predicated on. And it was defense and pitching. And here they were hitting the long ball. But, Taylor, when you look at this team and you look at this Cubs squad, one that hovers around 500, but you have to do things something well in order to be at that place. There's a lot of victories there. What, what can you point to when you look at this Cubs team and say, hey, this is what the Chicago Cubs do well? Well, right now it's been the rotation. Um, I think they're, you know, I haven't looked up the stats specifically to today but the the starting pitching ERA has been top five in the National League pretty much all season and I would assume it's still probably top five so that's been really good um, for the entirety of the season and then you know there's been times when the bullpen struggled there's been times when the offense has struggled I would say probably the offense has been the most glaring piece um, over the last six weeks although again like I mentioned the last two weeks have been much better 
So I would say the starting rotation has really been the strength of this team. I think defense was something a lot of people were encouraged about, just adding Dansby Swanson, Cody Bellinger to the mix. And then I think the defense hasn't been as sharp as maybe some people would have hoped. And, of course, when you lose Cody Bellinger for four weeks, that that definitely hurt him. Um, But now I think with him at first base, he saw the – the coming of, of of Mike Talkman, he's been really good out there in center. So hopefully that the defense stabilizes a little bit and there's more consistency in the offense. And then this group can kind of find their way in the NL Central. It is almost all-star break, which I can't believe it. I don't know about you. It seems like the baseball season always flies by. But so we're here midseason. Cubs are 37 and 39, three games below 500. But what has surprised you most about this team as we hit the halfway point? I would say probably the lack of offense, um, because I think when you looked at the team overall, you you thought this was a team that could put the ball in play. Um, You know, the the, the big story for a while was offense with runners in scoring position. And and usually to me, uh, runners in scoring position and and hitting in that situation is going to equal how the team hits overall through the course of the season. Um, And you have a lot of guys who have high bat-to-ball skills and you assume that the numbers would be better than they've been. So I would say that probably has surprised me. Just I thought it would get better. I thought it would improve from the offense we've seen from the Cubs the last several years with some of the additions. And um, it really hasn't when you look at the collective season so far. So it'll be interesting to see that the way the second half plays out and if maybe those numbers improve. Taylor, when I'm looking at the Chicago Cubs rotation, you talked about it earlier. I mean, obviously, Marcus Stroman just having a phenomenal year. You've seen Kyle Hendricks get back on the bump and just surprise everyone. But you still have consistency from some of the guys in the middle. But Stroman is that anomaly, right, where he's pitching out of his mind and he has this this little bump with the blister. And you heard, you know, um, management say they were unhappy with him, you know, making his contract extension, you know, so public. But – People feel different types of way about Marcus Stroman. Are are, are you the 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 the, the, the from the, the group of people that say, "Hey, extend him now. He's there. He can be a piece for this team in the next for the next couple of years," or are you a part of the the wait and see crew uh, because you don't want to overpay for a guy that's had a hot start to the beginning of the twenty twenty three season? Well, I would I would say one thing that Marcus Stroman's career has showed us is he's been consistent consistent pretty much his entire career. I mean, I think that was one of the reasons the Cubs went out and signed him when they did. Um, I'm a huge Marcus Stroman fan, just the way that he goes about his business. And I love his confidence because it's a real type of confidence in just how much he prepares and everything he does to get ready day in and day out. I mean, this guy is obsessed with making sure his body is healthy enough to go out there and pitch and pitch, you know, close to 200 innings every single year. I mean, so I'm just so impressed by that. I am uh, i don't know if I have an opinion quite yet on, on the contract situation. We'll see. I think, you know, Marcus has done enough to show that, yeah, he, he deserves to get paid. Um, whether I think the Cubs will pay him or that's going to be another team, we'll wait and see. But um, I've just been really impressed with what I've seen out of him during his time at Chicago. The Cubs are back home tomorrow after being across the pond in London. Um, what are your expectations for the Cubs in this Philly series that starts tomorrow? Yeah, well, I hope, and I think uh, Cubs Nation probably hopes as well, that they can kind of pick up where they left off 
prior to the trip across the pond and and they had been really hot um and you know they have a chance to make up some some ground against a team in the National League East that I think people thought would be better and so if you can kind of you know take a series from them and then you know you have Cleveland coming in here and then you go up to Milwaukee to face an NL Central foe if if the Cubs could stay hot and and do what they did right before they went across the pond hopefully the team and and the fan base is pretty happy going into the all-star break. So I would just say good starting pitching like we've seen seen all season and hopefully the offense has figured some things out and, and you can kind of put those two together to wrap up the next couple weeks before the all-star break. Talking to Taylor McGregor from watch marquee and ESPN here on 670, the score, Gabe Ramirez, Alyssa Bergamini. All right. So clearly you interview a lot of the guys, you know, after the games, before the games, who's your most fun to talk to? (laughs) Like who, who's, Who's the guy when you when you know you're going to interview him? You're like, oh, whew, I know I'm going to get some good stuff from this guy. Um, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, <laughs> and this might surprise a lot of people. And I I really enjoyed Drew Smiley's honesty. And if you listen to his post game pressers with us after his start, he's super insightful about the way that he was attacking hitters, what he read from swings, and and just sort of the game plan going in, and then the way they had to adjust. And so I always feel like after the game, I really learned something from him and and really feel like I was kind of taken into that game plan. And that's not something you always get. That doesn't mean they aren't good answers from other players, but I don't know if any are as insightful as him. So, you know, if you're a Cub fan, I would just really pay attention to what he says post-game because I find it really interesting. I feel like it's helped me kind of understand the way that he pitches more and the way that he kind of plans to attack a lineup, and um, it's been fun. Taylor, out of all the female reporters I know, you have the best shoe game. You have so many (laughs) cool Nikes. (laughs) First off, what size are you? Can I borrow any? And how many do you think you have? (laughs) I'm a size 9. and I'm a 9. Perfect. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Borrow my shoes whenever. I do have some cool black ones, so... You know, you down on the south side, you might appreciate that. Yeah, maybe that. for the, the Cubs Sox series coming up in July. Yeah, you can borrow, you can borrow my go. shoes. There we go. set. Totally. <laughs> um, you know, I blame all of my sneaker addiction on Boog because that man has literally probably 400 pairs of Nikes, and and it's really bad for my <laughs> wallet being friends with him and working with him because he constantly sends me shoes of like, hey, did you see these? Did you see these? Yeah. And I'm like, well, now that I've seen them, like, I like them. I want them. I need them. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. And I never used to be like that because I wasn't sitting on stock X browsing for sneakers. But now working with him, we kind of have this thing where we'll send each other, you know, cool sneakers. And it's really become a problem. So I don't even know how many pairs <laughs> I have. I'm probably too embarrassed to admit how many I do have. No, but, you, can have, um, you can never have too many shoes. The reality is, Taylor, the reality is you can have a few less if you just give some to Alyssa Bergman. Yeah, That's the, the fact black right and white there. ones. Yeah, well, feel free to borrow them anytime. <laughs> hey, Taylor, we appreciate you hanging out with us today. Have a great week, okay? All right, you guys too. Bye, Taylor. Thanks for having me. Of course. Me. Thank you. Taylor Bye. McGregor from uh, Watch Marquee and ESPN hanging out with us here on 670 Score. Make sure you follow her on Twitter at Taylor underscore McGregor. All right, we are going to switch gears Talk a little bit about the Chicago Bears. You know, Kevin Warren met with the higher-ups in Arlington Heights. And clearly, the Bears have a pecking order of where they would love to be uh, when building a new stadium. But Alyssa and I have our own very 
our very own pecking order. We do. What are our top five burbs that we think uh, would be best suited for the Chicago Bears? It might be yours. You might as well stick around right, to listen. find out. It's Gabe Ramirez, Alyssa <laughs> Bergamini, right here on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez, Alyssa Bergamini on 670 The Score and always live on the free Odyssey app. Hanging out on a Monday right here on 670 The Score. It is Gabe Ramirez and Alyssa Bergamini. Hanging out till 9 o'clock. We got Dan Carpug joining the show at 8 o'clock to give you some uh, betting tips. What am I going to ask him about? I know you're going to betting. ask about Bears. Bears over under. That's that's what I was going to ask. I did two BetQL shows yesterday. Oh, you did? I did Back to the Futures. Okay. I filled in for Lucy Burge, so I did a show last Sunday night, and then I was a guest. So I was a host at night, and then I was a guest on a show called Bet Nation at 420. Nice. Fitting. But I was... <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you prefer, being a host or a guest? I prefer being a guest because a host, I was the co-host. So the other person was just there doing his thing. And then we were kind of just, you know, rambling. But when you're a guest, you kind of, you know, everybody's asking you the questions. Mm -hmm. So you just get to ramble. Right. And so I was, I got real, real emotionally charged about Justin Fields. Okay. And it was, we were talking for a minute there. And then, uh, yeah. And one of the hosts was a Bears fan and the other one wasn't. I could say this. These guys are from Dallas. So the, the the main host was not the Bears fan. Okay. And it was like we're on, you know, TV. We, we can see each other. I right. know what the feed looks like. And the main host who was not the Bears fan could care less about the interview. <laughs> Just not into it. The not dude, engaged. The other dude was like Maybe asking like, me yeah, real no. questions, listening to what I was saying. And then the other guy came on and like I'm watching him not pay attention. Yeah. And then like there was a silent one. He's like, oh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> NFC North, huh? <laughs> You got the Lions winning that thing or what? And you're like, did you did you really pay attention to what we're talking about at That's all? That's the whole thing. So, I mean, whatever. I got to ramble in that space. But, you know, fun. being able to talk to the Bears is always fun. And that's what we're doing right now. And, of course, uh, they've been mentioning that, you know, uh, Kevin Warren was talking to the higher-ups over there in Arlington Heights. Mm-hmm. Where the Bears are supposedly trying to build their little stadium. Not little. Oh, crazy. I don't think that's going to be little. Do you think it's going to be in Arlington Heights? That's where I want it to be. Why? Because you stay right over there? No. Oh, why? I, I'm in the city. I I know you work at Soldier Field, but yeah, I can't, yes, I, do. I don't I don't enjoy Soldier Field. I've been there behind the scenes working for Fox, doing Bears games, not the best experiences. As a, a fan going, I don't think it's fabulous compared to other stadiums. So, but, 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 but you don't know what's gonna, what it's going to be in Arlington Heights. It's going to be a bottleneck of everything over there. Have you, it's going to be miserable. Entering and exiting Soldier Field is a nightmare. It's going to be – have you ever – think about just Allstate Arena. Trying to get to or out of I don't mind Allstate that. Arena. I worked a whole season there. Chicago right. Wolves didn't mind but it. But it's, it's a pain in the A. I didn't think it was that bad. Stop it. I really didn't. But I'm someone that – Drives a lot to different suburbs. I, I used to cover high school right. sports, and I would go over. Go I'm just saying, multiply, but I'm saying multiply that times like ten. That's what the, that's what a Bears game will be like. But I think I think it's even terrible in the city. Just going there, you and live leaving? in the city. Yeah, but it's literally like trying to leave and just walk out is a nightmare. Did you see people leave for Taylor Swift? One time, <laughs> one time I didn't drive to the Chicago Fire game, and. I get to leave after halftime. Mm-hmm. Fire had the game in hand. I will mm-hmm. say that. And 
I did not have a car, so I get out of the stadium and I try to get an Uber. You know, hey, pick me up right here. You know, nope. If you want to get an Uber in that area, you have to walk like a exactly. mile. Exactly. That's, that's the one that's what bad I'm part. Saying. All right, that's the, okay. I that, think it's a headache. But here's the thing: at least I can walk a mile and catch an Uber for in ten minutes and get home. If I were to walk a mile from Arlington Heights, <laughs> I'd still be forty-five minutes from my house. But I would think if you were in Arlington Heights, there might be some restaurants and bars around okay. there. South Loop around right. there. There's there's not much. Well, that's why we're doing this, Caesar. I think we need some like uh, some dr- and some 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 draft music. You know what I'm saying? I don't Something know what dramatic. That, I don't know what that lo- sounds like, but you're the producer. You're, you got the good <laughs> ear for this stuff. Um, some draft music because what Alyssa and I are gonna do, seeing as though <laughs> Kevin Warren is met with the higher-ups in Arlington Heights for the supposed move over there. Her and I are going to have a draft of what we think are the top five uh, suburbs slash cities that the Bears can go to. Are you here, are you here for this, Alyssa? I'm so here for this. You did, you did your... I'm, I'm a suburb girl. Grew up. I, I'll get into that when we're talking about it. Okay. I like this. Mm-hmm. All right. So, with the will this be the number? This would be the number... This is, we're going to go backwards. Backwards? Let's no, start at the top. Let's, let's start, start at the top. At the top. All right. Let's start at the top. I'm gonna. There we go. This is what I'm talking about. The tw- It's time for the 2023. Where should the Bears go? Draft with your hosts Gabe Ramirez and Alyssa Bergamini. First up, I'm doing the golf part. It's like a golf draft. You know what I'm saying? First up, Alyssa Bergamini. Where would you like the Chicago Bears to play? I am sticking with Arlington Heights. Oh, you're going with the easy one. Arlington That's not Heights. easy. I think it's the most realistic. Obviously, it's in the conversation for a reason. Okay. I think they could build something beautiful that the fans deserve and the Chicago Bears players deserve. Something similar to SoFi, maybe. Bears want to live downtown. The, don't they live in, like, Lake Forest? Well, because because that's, where the, that's where the practice facility is, so it's, close, it's easier to live out well, there. Well, they can live downtown and then go to Arlington Heights. Fair. It's fine. They're getting okay. paid enough. They can afford those Ubers. Especially if those helicopter Uber come, become a yeah. thing. And then you really get somewhere fast. Oh, those going to O'Hare now? You see that? I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for that, too. 50 bucks, whatever. I don't know how much it is, <laughs> but I'm here for it. I don't think it's 50. <laughs> All right, so I am starting with Arlington Heights because I want to go to a game. Okay. If I have to drive there, that's fine. Easy in and out. Some fun restaurants, bars, because I don't feel like when I go to a soldier field, I have the best experience. It's just a little too far northwest. If it were, like, just a tick closer, like displays, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, it's just like a tick closer on the other side of O'Hare. Instead of being on that side of yeah. O'Hare, it's a little. But all my people in my prospect... Elk Grove Village, they love that stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? All right, my number one pick, surprisingly, a shocker. Oh, let's hear it. Is the city of Chicago. Oh. <laughs> like, let's, let's, guys, the stadium's already there. All right? I don't want I don't want them to go play at the University of Illinois for a year because that would suck. But after Alyssa, Alyssa took Arlington Heights, I have to be the representative. I can't let you, I can't allow you to take Chicago at number two. So I, I'm uh, taking Chicago. Okay. I think it's there already. I think there's only eight home games in the season. Let's be very clear. So you really only, and, and you probably only go to one game all season. So you're really inconveniencing yourself once. So it's part of the experience. But think about those people that have season tickets. Aw, boo <laughs> You got season tickets to the Bears game. And you got a, you, and your little parking spot with the tailgate. Aw, bendito, my bad. No, no, I'm out of here. All right, number two pick in the Aww. Where Should the Bears Play Drive, the Lizardburger Mini. I'm going Naperville. Naperville. <laughs> it is located 20 miles west of the city. True. Not too bad. The third largest city in the state of Illinois. It's right by Aurora. 
And they got a lot of big high schools over there, so get all the high school kids to the Bears games. I like this. <laughs> I like this. I like this. Neighbor thrill. Neighbor uh, thrill. My number two pick in the where should the Bears play. Now, obviously, we're not seriously talking about go get some money and move them yeah, there, we're but we're talking about fun. suburbs and, the, you know, fun. where it would be cool if they moved. My number two is Evanston. Oh. Maybe a little, you know, hey, hey, Northwestern, don't build a new stadium for yourselves. Why don't you partner <laughs> up with the Bears? You could play there. You guys will be in Evanston. You got some some good wings out there. I forgot the wing places. That's really good. Obama likes another little restaurant out there. You know, Evanston, go up a little farther north. Be by the lake. You know, you're still by the lake, but just, you know, 10 good miles backdrop. to the north, you know? Evanston. I'm sure they would love to have them there. Love to have Absolutely them. Absolutely not. I like that one. All right, number three pick for Alyssa Bergamini. What you got? All right, this is simply just to piss the people off. Oh, I love this. <laughs> I grew up in Orland Park. We're going with Orland oh, Park. Oh, you stole my pick. <laughs> I like it, though. Take down Orland Park Mall. It is no longer fun, no longer nice. Can't even shop there. I don't know what stores are there. Just tear that down. Okay. And then it's right off of LaGrange. Easy access. There's a lot over there. We're going with OP. Oh, oh, and it's called the OP? Yeah, you know. What is the, um, um, like, you know how, like, Naperville is Naper Thrill? Mm-hmm. OP is just... Uh, OP. Okay. I don't think there's so. any more names to that. Okay, okay. I have my next one. My third pick of where the Bears should move. It is, I believe it's the largest city in Illinois after Chicago. Yeah. Aurora! <laughs> Shout out to the Mexicanos. Aurora. Shout out to the Mexicanos out there. Shout out to my white people out there in the West, West, West Burbs. <laughs> Aurora! 180,000 people. A lot of people don't know that Aurora is the second largest city behind Chicago in Illinois. 180,000 people. If you put up Aurora, Illinois, compared to some of the bigger cities uh-huh. in the country, it's up there in rankings for the amount of people that live in there. And Aurora, papa, the land will be cheap. Move out there easy. <laughs> Right off the I-88, get there quickly. You know, uh, it's a little bit far away, you know, but the taco's going to be popping for sure. That's what you're going to know about. A taco but, and a touchdown. It's like it's, like it's riding itself. Let's just open a restaurant called that. Tacos and touchdowns? In Aurora. It'll be like a, a taco sports bar? Yeah. Delete, delete, edit, edit, edit. All right. With the rooftop. <laughs> Alyssa, number four, what you got for me? All right. Another one that will probably piss the people off. We're going with Oak Park, Illinois. Oh, dirty. <laughs> it is near the west suburbs of Chicago. It's just a 16-minute drive from the Chicago Loop. Not too bad. So for those city folks, you don't have to drive too far. Um, it has the downtown district, a lot of breweries, stores, fantastic dining. This is great. So we're going with Oak Park. Oak Park and I have a beef right now. Last week, Alyssa, Let's hear it. I put two offers on two different homes in Oak Park. And I missed out on both of them. Now, to put it in perspective, the first house we put in an offer on Tuesday was on the market for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. We we our our bid was 15k over list price. Didn't get it. Thursday's house we decided because we were so distraught from Mm -hmm. not getting not getting the Tuesday house. Thursday's house we went 30 grand. Over list price. Ouch. So whatever they and yes. it had only been on the market for twenty four hours. Yes. So whatever they asked, we came in hot, and we were like, you know what? We don't got time for these games. We're just going thirty grand over because we really want this house. Didn't get that house either. So this is the third house we've put an offer on in Oak Park, and that, a that lot over asking price. First one was ten k, second one was fifteen, third All one right, was thirty k. So we don't like Oak Park right now. We're mad at them. I got Unless little, they give you a house, I got a little beef. I gotta be honest. Hey, any real estate agent out there? Oak Park. Not even a real estate agent. I want somebody that's having an estate sale. Did your grandma die? 
I want the, I want the direct connect. I don't want none of this other stuff. I I, I realized that bidding against other people is just not going to work. Not your thing. More people have more money than me. That's what we've come to the realization. But if you got like a little a little abuelita that you know mm-hmm. she passed and you guys just want to get yeah. rid of the house, you yeah. don't want no problems. Leave just, it to a nice family. Gabe has a beautiful wife, two beautiful Alyssa, children. I'm going to show you the letter that I wrote during the commercial break because I wrote okay. a letter. It has okay. like a picture of the family, the right. whole thing, thinking that that would influence them mm-hmm. along with the 30k. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't clearly Oak Park does not get the Chicago Bears. Okay, but I'm out on Oak Park now the, because of that. They're your number four pick. My number four pick, also close to the city, Alyssa. Yeah, Norridge, Illinois, wow. right on the outskirts. I think there's like a mental asylum right on Narragansett <laughs> and, and, Har- and Har- Irving Park. Am I right there? I don't know if it's a mental asylum. That's that was always it's like off Irving. I'm pretty sure it's right off yeah. Irving Park right there. That's what we would always say every time we would just drive by it. But right there, nice little space for you. You're still like kind of in the city, but not really. You know, Norridge, maybe just kind of be right there, close enough. You know, still close to the burbs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe you can kind of wiggle okay. in there. Okay. Norridge, Norridge. or not? Okay. Shout out to the hip. Shout out to the hip. Shout out to the hip. Okay. All my Northwest siders <laughs> know what I'm talking about. All right, uh, number five, Alyssa. What you got? Last but not least. <sighs> I have a, I had a hard time with this one. Okay. Okay. But I'm going to go with the Waukegan Bears just because I think it would just be funny. I'm here for it. I got to be honest. (laughs) I know that's been in the conversation. And I'm like, where did Waukegan come from? Shout out to Walktown. Is that what they call them? I have no idea. Walktown? No idea. But, But I just, when I saw that, you know. The Arlington uh, Heights thing was one thing, and then Naperville, and then I'm like, Waukegan? Okay. okay. I don't, I, I don't want to drive to Waukegan, but, you know, if the space allows. I certainly don't want to walk to Waukegan. I, don't th- to Waukegan. I hope you're not walking to Waukegan. <laughs> it might take me I'll a pick you days. up. Don't worry. Thank you, Alyssa. On the way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, my last pick in the where or where should the Chicago Bears play, number five, I was going to say Joliet. Oh, okay. The Joliet Bears. But I got to be honest, it's a little too dirty out there for me. <laughs> yeah, right by the prison? Right by all the dirtiness. <laughs> I got to be honest. I go out to Joliet. One, I feel like I'm in some old-ass town from the 30s. And then I'm like, I always think to myself, like, what? if you didn't grow up here, like, why, what would, is you, this? Why, would, why would you go come to Joliet? But shout out Rick Gregg, one of our sports reporters from WBBM AM. He's from Joliet. I know a lot of good people from Joliet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I partied in Joliet back oh, in the day. Okay. So want to give them some love. But the Joliet Bears, the Joliet Bears, but Joliet, I am going to say that I want to piss off the rich people <laughs> and I'm going to say the Will Met Bears because oh. they're so rich. They want they don't want nothing over there. But if oh, you put a stadium, like the they would not like the, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> they're like they would just totally just cancel it. This is not happening. Go take that to like a broke suburb. We don't well, want the that over here. Would be like, what is yeah, this? yeah, no, 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 no. no. Imagine the, what the land would cost over there in, up in Wilmette Ooh, anyway. I don't even want to know. It's got to be a I sickening amount. Know. So just to recap, our top five, where should the Bears go outside of, um, if we actually anywhere? Yeah. Uh, Alyssa has Arlington Heights, mm-hmm. Naper Thrill, mm-hmm. Orland Park, yeah. Oak Park, the OPs back-to-back, yeah. and then the Waukegan Bears, which Waukegan has Bears. a ring to it. I had Chicago number one, then Evanston, Aurora, Norridge, and then we'll met. I just want to piss off, piss off the rich people. I think that'd be great. I just want to piss off Orland Park because they're going to be like, mm, we don't. <laughs> There's a lot we of space out there, here. though. A lot of space out there in the Southwest burbs. I mean, Lagrange is is it could do it could have a little makeover. Yeah, Lagrange. Uh, I like Lagrange Park. Oh, my, that could have been part of it too. 
Can mm. I throw Rosemont out there? Nobody said Rosemont? I, I, think, Rosemont. It's a, I think it's a little too busy, right? They got There's the dogs. There's a lot over there. Yeah. The Chicago Dogs. They, yeah. They that, that big they already um, got outlet. The, yeah, they got the, they, they, they're doing good over there. I feel like they're set up perfect for them with public transportation and everything going right to the them. entertainment. You're right. By O'Hare. It's a good one. Not bad. All right, Caesar. All right, Rosemont. You well, might be in the mix. Steal of the draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, <laughs> and with that being said, Rosemont, steal of the Caesar draft. Caesar wins. All right, well, now that we have a place to play, <laughs> I think it's important to figure out what Alyssa's take on, is on the upcoming bear season, Alyssa. I've, I've, a lot of my co-hosts over the last week and a half, I've asked them, you know, what, what is their updated standings? What is their updated record for the Chicago Bears? Um, mm-hmm. So when we come back, I'm going to, you and I, we're going to go through okay. the, 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 or the, damn, the schedule. And then we're going to see what record you end up with. Okay. Fair enough. Like it. All right. Uh, what does Alyssa think the final record of the Chicago Bears will be? We'll find out on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez. It is Alyssa Bergamini. And this is Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Gabe Ramirez, Alyssa Bergamini on 670 The Score and always live on the free Odyssey app. Hanging out on a Monday here on 670 The Score. Beautiful, beautiful summer night here in Chicago. Despite the little sprinkle. Have you been outside? (laughs) Despite the sprinkle. I was playing ball in the rain earlier, Alyssa. Playing basketball in the rain. I like when it's sunny in 75. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like you know what's coming. It's June 26th. The next 40 days are going to be like, check on your grandparents because it's hot outside. You know what I'm saying? You're obsessed with talking about grandparents today. Because I miss mine. Sorry, Alyssa. Mine just passed two days ago. Oh, no. Actually, I'm so sorry. No, I'm just It's Gabe. Do we not? You know I'm gullible. My my grandparents are gone. All my grandparents are gone, so I can make I'm not like, you know, wishing bad on them. Goodness gracious. Either way. Let's just talk about the Bears. All right, let's do that. That's a happier (laughs) subject here. Uh, the Chicago Bears are kicking off their season week one versus the Green Bay Packers. Alyssa Bergamini on yeah. the show right now. And it, I, I'm curious of what you think the Bears record will be because it, it, it's the, the total has been so different based on the co-hosts that I have. Vegas has them at seven and a half. Okay. Damn, I shouldn't have told you that. No, said, no, that's what I have. Seven and a half? From my, my research today. Oh, Okay. Got you. But you're okay. Go on with what you were no, saying. So, you're, so I was going to say the lines I, are moving. Well, because I want no. I just wanted you to go through each game so we can we can figure out what you think the final tally okay. would be for the Chicago Bears. That's what I think is interesting. All right, so so I'm going to keep your little tally right here. But week one, Bears, Green Bay Packers. It'll be crazy mm-hmm. if the Chicago Bears lose week one to Jordan Love. Yeah, I have them. They they have to win that one. That one's it. That one's home. Mm-hmm. Starts at home. Sunday, September tenth. Bears victory on that one. You think you think you think Justin Fields is just coming out hot and not going to care? Yes. Remember last year the opening game when it was raining and he they won and he did that the sliding into the end zone. That was pretty badass. That, that was a good way to start the season, despite <sighs> only three wins. There's a part of me that thinks the Bears, not a part, not that they can. I mean, obviously any any team can lose on any given Sunday, but where I'd want the percentage to be smaller, Alyssa. I want it to be like a 10% chance in my mind that the Bears will lose, but it's way higher than that in my brain. I think the Bears will win. Okay. They should, Bears, let me, let me rephrase you're, you're that. optimistic. The Bears should win that game. Right. But I'm also. No Aaron Rodgers. We're done with him uh, the Packers. So, yeah, let's, let's, that's going to be a win. Hurts my soul. Okay. Chicago it hurts your Bears, soul that he's gone? No, it hurts my soul that there is, that I'm not extremely confident and 100% confident that the Bears are going to win that game. Caesar, when you look, when you look, think about Week One. 
You're not nervous in the least bit about Jordan Love having a chip on his shoulder, having everyone say that Justin Fields is the man, and then him coming in and just being a mobile quarterback that kills the Bears? Of course there's concern because it's the Bears <laughs> and the Packers, right? right. And, and uh, there's been plenty of openers in the past where you've had this same situation where it's the Bears are hyped up and they're supposed to go in there and do it, and then what happens, right? The Packers come in and the Bears lay an egg. Uh, I know that was Aaron Rodgers in the past, but I, maybe I have PTSD as a Bears fan. I, but you're <laughs> right. I is. can't just go in like <laughs> that's what it is. Fully that's what confident. we all have. Dub Bears Packers Week One. Dub. dub. Like I can't just do it like that because I'm just scared. Okay, so you got you have that as a dub. All right. Yeah, we're starting out with a win. Week Two at Tampa. <sighs> you know you got a little Baker Mayfield under center. Tampa probably tanking for like the Caleb Williams and the Drake May two two guys that you and I know well after watching them yeah. play in college. Alyssa and I did a college football gambling show last year. So we're very familiar with it. A USC led Caleb Williams and, and a and a and a Drake May. So Tampa Bay, what do we got there? I'm I think they might lose this one. Mm. What do you think? Hiss says everyone in the crowd listening to the assessment. I mean, Tampa, <laughs> listen, the reality is this. If the, Bears, if the Bears win week one versus Green Bay, they are going to be feeling themselves. Uh, feeling themselves to a point where the defense is going to play at another level. Where Justin Fields and the offense, there's going to be, there's going to be a level of believability. So if they go in and they, they have a very winnable game against Tampa Bay, I think they're going to be laser focused. Especially because they know they have Kansas City the following week. Right. Okay. No, 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 but you said loss. We're, we're, I'm just is, going with that. This is your... This I, is your I'm going to jot these down for I, I got the it right season. Here. Oh, you do? I got okay. you. Yeah, I got your Excel sheet ready to go over here. Okay, well, then the next weekend, as you brought up, Kansas City. Kansas City Chiefs. I, I'm going to say <laughs> oh. loss. It's okay. To Patrick Mahomes. It's all right. I Hard think, to beat that guy. Yeah, I, I just want that game to be competitive. You know, if you were looking last year or two years ago, the Bears were a joke in every game. And then last year, my goal was for the Bears to be competitive. Do not get embarrassed. And they did that in spades in a lot of games where they were in at the end of the game. And I hope this will be a game where we just make them sweat. They better win one of those first two. Can you imagine heading Arrowhead 0-2, staring at 0-3? Oh, the start of the, imagine mm-hmm. that start for the Bears. That would be crazy. Bro, it's very likely. Very likely Bears are 1-2 and two after those three games. 1-2. and two. It's likely. I hope one it. and two. That's a win one of those first. I'd say if, we, yeah. if they had the Arrowhead 0 and 2 staring at 0 and 3, oh my goodness. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a mad city, city of Chicago. Oh my God. Not happy. We well, are, I fortunately, feel like we're riding, we're riding with Alyssa Bergamini's record, oh, which is yeah. 2 and 1, baby. Yeah. All right, so week four, we're going to Denver. We're going to Denver. I think Russell Wilson. I was going to say win against Russell. Ooh. I don't think he impressed that much last year. I didn't think so either. I told a lot of people that, you know, he was going to be overrated in that situation. He was older Russell Wilson. You know, even though he didn't have success in his last couple of years in, in Seattle, you could still see the quarterback that he was becoming. And let's not forget Sierra. You know what I'm saying? Sierra. You got your, got your shorties. You got your girl. You, you got your money. You're not. You know, I've seen them at the United Center before. It was the um, All-American, the McDonald's All-American game. Okay. And I was very starstruck by them. Like, they, they you know. Yeah. They it's are Sierra A-list Russell celebs. Most she's, certainly. A, she's a lot taller than him. He's that one a, makes me nervous. Weird stuff happens in Denver with the Bears, man. No, no, no. In Chicago, though. Oh, it's in Chicago. Okay, in, I thought in, they were in Denver. Okay, in okay. Chicago, coming yes, over here. It's, it's here. But Denver is that weird team where, like, they, they have a constrict and concise game plan. And if they can execute it. The problem is this. It's still Russell Wilson. And he's going to make a mistake. And that's something that you didn't have to consider before. But now at this stage in his career, you can bank on it pretty much. 
So can you capitalize on that? Can you stick to your game plan? Can you be the Bears that everyone expects you to be uh, as Alyssa has you 2-2 two and two now after facing the Denver Broncos? Bears <laughs> heading to D.C. after that. I was going to go to this game. It's on a Thursday. Oh. Taking on the Washington Commanders. Is Justin Fields throwing for 300 or what? I'm going to say a win in Washington. Okay. I was, it's Washington? taking too long to say that win. This is, this is, these are automatic no, dubs. No, no, I, I'm just, I'm just thinking. Okay, thinking it's prime time. Thursday don't night the, football. Don't the Bear, Bears play good? Wait. I'm thinking about that. New season. Bears. New season. Oh, new team. All right, new all right, everything. All right, all right. And Amazon Prime. Yes. <laughs> Bears are winning. <laughs> Not on Peacock. All right, so all right, so Bears win that game, you say, right? Uh-huh, October 5th. All right, so two now they're going to two-game homestand, Minnesota and Las Vegas. Who? What you got there? Um, Las Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas Raiders. We skipped the Vikings? I said Minnesota. Oh, sorry. Okay, and okay, Las okay. Vegas. Yep, sorry. Yep, oh, you, I got you. Two for one. Um, I'm going to say a win against the Vikings so that they could uh, ooh, ooh, move up in this. that division. And a loss in Las Vegas. Okay. Okay, I like this. Switching it up, giving some real answers to these questions. I think it's. I think Minnesota is going to win the division. You do. Have you had thoughts on that and who you think is going to win the I division? I keep hearing the swirls about Detroit Lions, and I don't know how I feel. I think about it's an that. overhyped team. I think it's one of those that gets bet too heavily, and people aren't looking at what's right in front of them, which is, which is Minnesota is still the Minnesota Vikings that were twelve and four last year, and they started out really hot. Yeah, I don't understand. Justin Jefferson is still on the team. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Jordan Addison, who they just drafted, yeah, he's still there. Okay, good, good. Kirk Cousins, Mr. 4,000 yards, he's still there? Yeah, 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 okay. I think I think they're going to have a, I think that's going to be a tough game for this. I have Chicago a lot Bears. of friends that are Viking fans, so I've uh, mm. not a, not a true rivalry, but okay. if anything, it's it's that. I get it. The Purple People Leaders? Stop it. That's a terrible nickname. The, it, yeah, and the, the big drum <laughs> that they do at the game, I can't Just, stand it. I'm out. It's loud. And the go, skull. Have you ever heard the lyrics, the beautiful lyrics, bear down? Chicago, Chicago Bears. Bears. Man, I mean, it doesn't get better than that. It is beautiful. All right. Las Vegas, you're right. So we're splitting there. All right. Uh, I am going to be at this next game we're discussing, October 29th. Sunday night football. Bears taking on the Chargers at the end of October on the 29th. Uh, what you got there? I don't want you to go to a game and see a loss, but I think that is maybe what's going to happen. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I'm in for the L.A. game, though, you know? That's fun. Uh, October 29th, that'll be fun. The new stadium that's out there so far, never yeah. been. So I'm, I'm looking forward to See, you're going to go there, and then you're going to be like, oh, yeah, we got to get out of Soldier Field. Move to Arlington Heights. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I went to Jerry's World last year. I went to Dallas, and I wasn't too impressed by the stadium. It was cool. No. It was cool. It wasn't. I think I think you'll be impressed by SoFi. I haven't, I haven't been. I've just seen oh. a lot of videos. <laughs> <You> just... <laughs> the Bears never do good out in L.A. They never do good out in L.A. Huh. So that's why Gabe's so going to feel me I, lost. So telling me I went to the wrong, we're going to the wrong uh-huh. game. I mean, Chargers are nice, right? Chargers are nice. But you know who likes primetime games? Justin Fielze. Justin Fields. <laughs> Justin <laughs> No, he, he's going to, I don't know. I, I just want to go to L.A., to be honest with you. I get one game a year where I get to leave Chicago and go somewhere with my family, and it was either Washington or L.A. And I think L.A. is the right choice. You want me to tell you something? The flights and the tickets were the cheapest in L.A. Like, the flight really? to L.A. and the tickets to the game were, were significantly cheaper. Like, whereas, like, the flights were, like, 200 The flights to D.C. were, like, 250 The tickets to the game were 98 bucks. The tickets to D.C. was, like, 170 Did you use that? I saw you say something about a United code. 
Was it a promo code? I that did you used? actually. Right? Yeah, the Bears. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I felt dirty the, using their it. Sponsor. Did you hear about this, Caesar? I felt dirty using it because it was like I know they was put it, like it out 20% to everybody. Off? Hell yeah. That's amazing for a flight. I got eight flights at twenty percent off based off that United code. United paired up, partnered up with the Chicago Bears for this very thing for people that go on, you know on trips to go see the Bears, and they was giving twenty percent off to the first thousand people. So I just put it in my group chat and shout I was like, "Shout out United! Shout out United!" My sister works there, so does she really? Yeah, man, and they're, they're good people. Y'all need an endorser? Holla at me. Holla. I'll take the little buddy buddy <laughs> passes. All right, uh, let's continue. Right after LA Bears oh, take on at? the New Orleans Saints. Okay. Uh, that game at twelve o'clock in New Orleans. Bears get the dub or nah? Nah. And two, three. You got the Bears on a three-game losing streak. Yeah, they, I know they, we've been that's talking. That's going in to happen at some point. Uh, that's going to be the stretch. Yes. We don't like hearing that. I don't like hearing that, Alyssa. Okay. Three-game losing streak? That's tough. Okay, but then next, the week Vegas, after. Chargers, New Orleans. Then they, then they, go, then they play at home versus Carolina. They're coming home with a win. Got to get a dub. They're at, they're at home. They're going to have gotta that at like home win. That's got to be like the Bears Super Bowl right there where they have to beat a team and it helps themselves getting the extra draft pick. All right, next two games on the road before the bye week against Detroit and then again, again against Minnesota. What you got there? I think this one at Detroit because it's a quick turnaround from that. Oh, no, not a quick turnaround. They have some time. Mm-hmm. At Detroit, they're going to win. <laughs> All right. Don't give me that look. Minnesota. Because I-, <laughs> I want a true I want a true take. Here. Like if you thought that they were going to lose okay. that game regardless, give me that you know L. I, I have a hard time being so serious about things that are so far away. Like yeah. I feel like I can talk about the Packers September 10th, but talking yeah. about November 27th, yeah. who knows what this, this team is, is going to fan- bring. This is fandom coming out in real and truth. I know. All right, All I'm right. going to put a loss there because I know that's what you really wanted to do. Fine. All right, and then they play Minnesota. You said that second game is going to be a? Um, the November 27th at Minnesota. I think that's a loss. Yeah, that's fair. This is fair. All loss. Right. Bears, have a bye- Bears have a bye week after that, and then they face Detroit again. They're going to have a win on that. Dub in that, that one. one. Okay. All right, and then <laughs> uh, after that, some some these games are, seem very winnable. Cleveland, Arizona, and Atlanta. Cleveland. Arizona, Atlanta, three teams not necessarily going to be vying for a playoff spot. What do you think the Bears are going to do in those three three? wins in a row? We're going to have three losses in a row, three wins in a row. That would be four wins in a row because you predicted the other four wins in a row. All right. And then the last game of the season at Green Bay. I think it's going to be really cold. I can tell you that. And I think they're going to lose the last game of the season. I like this, Alyssa. This seems very realistic. That's why I like it. (laughs) Four, I don't. Five, I, I can't. Like I said, like I cannot look too much into it. Nine and eight. That sounds. I mean, that sounds realistic. If you're taking over seven and a half, then you win your money there. And you had the over over seven and a half anyway. Yeah, I like taking the over for team uh, records. Life's too short to bet the under. I did that with Bulls, and I was short by two games. Which really bothered me, but <laughs> that's gotta suck. There's a new season coming up. That's gotta suck. All right, our next guest gets to tell us whether or not Alyssa is right. <laughs> with her prediction of over seven and a half victories for the Chicago Bears. He is the gambling guru for BetQL. And what does he think about the upcoming Bears season? We'll find out after this. It's Gabe Ramirez and Alyssa Bergamini right now on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.